0: Welcome to 12 Questions. This is Anna Valenzuela, and I'm here with my lovely co-host and a dog that has completely tangled himself up in Uh, my podcasting equipment.
1: (laughs) I'm not the dog, but my name is Dave Yates. Good to be here, everybody.
0: Ah, That's awesome. Dave, can you do us a favor and read that beautiful clarity statement?
1: Yes, ma'am. Welcome to 12 Questions podcast. This is a podcast where we believe growth and recovery isn't just for clean and sober people. Our mission is to share experiences and growth by also interviewing guests who do the same. We're not affiliated with AA, NA, or any other 12-step organization. 12 Questions Pod has absolutely no opinion on the use of drugs or alcohol by anyone. there are simply two people that happen to be in recovery that want to interview people about their own life experiences. Although some of our guests may be clean and sober, some of them are not or choose not to divulge. The purpose of the podcast is to learn more about ourselves. We only hope that you can learn something about yourselves and each other by listening. Yay!
0: Yay! And Dave, I, oh, I'm very, very excited about today's guest. I, I just burped. I. That's how excited I am. I just burped. I'm so excited about today's guest. Every time uh, we've been on shows together or I've seen her shows, I'm always like, oh, she's so good. She's so good. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm attracted to strong energy. I'm very into it. Uh, we always ask our, our guests to uh, introduce themselves because some people like to remain anonymous if they'd like. Um, so uh, who are we speaking with today?
2: Hey, everybody, uh, this is Shauna Christmas. I'm a, hey. a stand up and I'm strong, I guess. You
0: are. <laughs> you are. You have a real, like, take no shit energy on stage, which I live for. I'm like, yes. I believe there's some people. You should
1: see her off stage.
0: <laughs> I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she takes no shit. That's uh, that's what we need in the world. And, and I love it. I love it. always getting in trouble and you and Dave have been like uh good friends for a while yeah fast
2: friends real fast right Dave
1: yeah this is probably one of my best friends in in comedy and in life uh we met each other at a shithole open mic in Las Vegas where Shona used to live. And um, I think the first time we hung out, we spent time uh, quoting Chappelle and then waving at strangers uh, (laughs) just for stupid shits and giggles. And she's been one of my best friends ever since.
2: Did you start in Vegas? Yeah, I was born and raised here. So um, I did travel a lot doing therapy when I decided I wanted to do comedy. I was like, I got to figure out where I can like s- at least start. You know what I mean? So right. I was Like home seems like it makes sense. Yeah. So I started here and it was um, all right, I guess. And then you realize <laughs> you can't really go further than like, a local show because the strip doesn't want you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I found, I found that out uh, pretty quickly. I was like, Hey Uh, guys, don't you want like, I'm a fun new woman. I'm a woman of color. You know, do you want, do you want like a feisty? I like drunk crowds. I like crazy people. I love chaotic shows.
2: I'm the girl you want. And they were just like, you can do a guest spot and then
0: please leave.
2: (laughs) Yeah. They still do me like that. And I'm like, I, I'm from here. They're like, you can do a guest spot at some like random place that nobody goes to. That's it's pretty lame, but See, this is,
0: this is a lesson to every scene. Treat your women with, with kindness and, uh, and give them spots and give them chances. And they won't run to scenes that will. <laughs>
2: it's true. And then once we like gain power, we'll come back and then turn down all your offers. Yeah. That's what I'm waiting on. Oh, you're going to book me on your show now. Well, I don't want oh,
0: to. Sorry. And that just happens when you're part I'm of so a I'm so busy.
1: That <laughs> just happens when you're part of a scene and you're better than everybody in the scene. You know, that's when people don't want to fuck with you. Is when you're better than everybody else, you go somewhere else and come back. And then they're like, oh, yeah, well, thanks for coming back. And it's funny because it's like it scenes everywhere. Like there was a good point in time where I considered Las Vegas like my second home because I would travel there so much for for Stan, like for uh, my day job at the time was I was doing trade shows and shit. So like, that's how I spent a lot of time in Vegas and the scene used to be a lot better. And then it just took a dive because anybody who was good just laughed.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so weird because I was, I started in Vegas, what, six, I'd be seven years this year. And I can only count maybe five women not even, maybe just four of us still. There's always just been like a circulation of four mm-hmm. women doing comedy. I would leave and come back and it would still just be four. So, wow. and the same four, like the ones that kind of stay here and do it. That's just, it's just four of them. That's all. And I always like leave and come back. and like, you guys are just still here. <laughs> Don't <laughs> you want to leave? They're like, nah, we're comfortable. We're okay being the only four on every lineup. This is fun. <laughs>
0: Yeah. and the comics out there are super strong like the women i met the men i met like there's a lot of really funny people out there so it was kind of yeah yeah like well we're happy to have you here in
2: california so well i'm in vegas right now mhm i might be coming back to california but you know what there's the rona i have no idea where i'm going but you know yeah new york i was there for a while and i was like this is scary and then i came here and i'm like oh you guys uh-oh, I made a mistake. <laughs> stay where I was.
0: <laughs> was it, what was the, the part about New York that you were like, Ugh, like, just
2: not into it? Well, I mean, once the pandemic started, everything shut down. And the only reason I was in New York was to oh, do stand-up. There's just, no yeah. reason. Yeah, there's no reason to stay in New York if there's no entertainment. Because otherwise, it's just like a very... Tough city, and it's so expensive, and there's so many people, yeah. and you're just like always poor. And so, I'm like, I can go someplace else and have money and just be a normal person. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, it's it's weird now because, like, they're doing things, I guess, correctly, and like, we're going to try to have Broadway in like the next couple of months or in January. I'm like, there's going to be no entertainment. I mean, yeah. It's just scary. So, I'm, I'm here in Vegas, and they're like, your numbers are going back up. I was like, I don't like it. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> really weird. I know, I know. We it's uh same thing in California. They were like, Oh, everything's good. Let's go outside and let's do this. And then all the numbers just went immediately up. And it's like, oh, okay. Let's just all go back. You just
2: extend that unemployment. It's it's uh it's fucked up out here in these streets. <laughs> yeah, I think you guys have that beach temptation. So whenever it's like, I want to go outside, it's nice out, and then everybody goes outside, and you're like, the this weather, is
0: bad. the weather is too nice.
2: The weather is too nice. People in
0: California are just like, I can't be bothered to stay inside. It's like, when do we ever have the opportunity to just stay inside or walk around our own neighborhoods? You know, like, and some of our neighborhoods are not great. I'll True. be honest. But like, <laughs> you know, you could still. Go somewhere and walk around, you know, it's uh, it's crazy, but anyway, anyway, that's the corona report. Hi, Hi. everybody, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, our first question is always, um, how do you experience surrender in your life?
2: Um, it's funny, I was just uh, listening to this book, I forget who wrote it, but it's called You're a Badass.
0: Yeah, I've, I've, I've read Great book. Yes.
2: Okay. And there is a whole like chapter on surrendering and stuff. And it's Mm -hmm. essentially just like, you know, stop getting in your own way, Mm -hmm. which is my favorite thing to do. And so if anything, like I, I try to make an effort to just be like, it's going to be fine. But I'm like, a huge control freak so it's like a struggle all the time to be like let it be fine but also can you go over there and make sure it's fine like it's it's like an ongoing struggle for me to kind of surre- surrender is very hard for me in general. Yeah. so my, my boyfriend doesn't like that word at all <laughs> if you throw it at me it's like I'm not surrendering I will fight you <laughs> how my surrendering ends up being but I am actively trying not to be like that and trying to like let good things come to me and kind of just chill Mm-hmm. It's very challenging though, but I do kind of just, I think that's my only method is like, you need to surrender. Like I have to tell myself. Right, right. Which, <laughs> me, it, like, it, Go ahead.
1: It's a, it's, it's a definite practice. Like it's not just a, it's not just a mindset. It's a, it's a habitual repetition, you know, like, and I feel like the most talented people think that, they're not the most talented. And then the people that suck think they're God's gift to fucking whatever art form that they're doing. So it's, it's harder. Uh, and, and I would put you in that category, Sean, I've known you for some years, you're a very talented person. So it's easy for talented people to have that the surrender issue, because you're, you're constantly, at least for me, um, you know, like I can become content for small periods, but I like I'm never satisfied with what I'm doing. So that that's that's the constant, you know, cyclical uh, thought process that I go through.
2: Yep, yeah. same here, man. But I'm actually probably worse than you. I'm like it's stupid. Your jokes aren't stupid. What were you thinking? It's real bad. But you guys would never right. know that. Really? Oh my like, god, I'm the worst.
0: <laughs> you know the most. You are so confident and cool. I like the when lie. you're. The- <laughs> <laughs> well, I think. Oh, that's- yeah. <laughs> For, like, Corona and all the civil unrest and everything that's going on right now, um, uh, it's, I think a lot of people are in that zone of, like, like they've been forced to be in their houses with their comic brain that's so critical. And uh-huh. it's like, oh, God, doom and gloom, what are we going to do? And it's like, I mean, we're going to do what we're doing. It'll- yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, if we love it, we'll go back to it, you know. Yeah, I'm definitely more like let let them figure it out. If it, it, it with surrender with other stuff, I'm like, I'm going to let y'all handle mm-hmm. racism. I'm not that's <laughs> I didn't I didn't do it. So, I'm not involved in like the solution. So, that I can surrender stuff like that. That is, yeah, sure. I'm like, don't ask me, dude. I don't, I don't know.
0: I didn't start this bullshit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what you guys are doing is great. Go outside, perfect. Yeah, go out there and get beat up by the police. Yes, go ahead. It's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm not.
0: Well, you know, the fun thing about LA is when they had the protests, they would put rows of white ladies in front of everybody else. Yes, to that's take, how you ally. Yeah, yeah, to like take the take the brunt of it. Be like, how bad do you really want to hit us? <laughs> <laughs> and they
2: did, they did beat up a few white ladies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like, but it's I don't know. I think it's all a beautiful thing. I I try to remember um, the head of Black Lives Matter here in LA said uh, she goes, uh, "This is not the revolution. This is the resistance. The mm. revolution is what happens afterwards." So mm. I just keep like watching and you know just paying attention. Like okay.
1: All right. I'm just going to let y'all do it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah. Well that and and it's less of your responsibility because like you said, you didn't create it. Like it's, it's more of a responsibility for a, a, a dopey white fuck like me to talk to my other dopey white fuck friends about what's going on. Right. You know, it's, it's not your job to educate anybody about a being a woman in comedy or B, being a a black woman in America you know Mm -hmm. it's like I don't I don't get where people like well please just educate me it's like no motherfucker you have the world in your fucking pocket
2: Mm -hmm. you can
1: educate yourself and you have friends and you have like for me like I have a fucking lot of white friends it's just like how willing am I to call them up and be like let's have this conversation
2: yeah Yeah. the old if you see something say something (laughs) It exactly. still works. Exactly, <laughs> it works <laughs> across all platforms. It's a bomb, or a mysterious package, or your racist white friend.
0: <laughs> I know, I know.
2: <laughs> I love that Dave. He actually called me out on
0: it because I had during like the the you know finding C- out. Call that out's old...
1: a strong word. We just we just talked. Like I wasn't called. <laughs> no, calling you. I, like, no, but you, you were. You right. were. You
0: gave me the most beautiful um, like talking to about talking to my like straight white male friends about how they should conduct themselves around like harassment not harassment but like rape and and pedophilia allegations that have been going around and because they like for some reason I became like the group counselor for like these kids that would call me and just be like I just don't I don't know my heroes are all pedophiles. I don't know what to do. And I'm just like, and Dave gave me the most beautiful, like, this is not your fucking responsibility. Quit wasting time on it. Tell them to call the dudes in their life and have a fucking man to man conversation about not being a fucking creep. And I was like, okay, Dave, thank you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's not your business.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Even if people ask you to be
0: a part of their business,
2: weird, right? Don't be honored by that. Be like, this is exhausting and I want to go do something else.
0: <laughs> don't be honored by that. I need that on a shirt. I need that tattooed on my arm. <laughs> don't be, don't honored be honored by, by people by <laughs> People
2: trying to take your energy with all this bullshit. like, oh, you, you came to me for help? Wow. I'm like, no. I'm no. over here with that shit. It should yeah. be
0: what yeah. you want to do. This is why you two are <laughs> such good friends because you both ain't taking no shit.
2: And <laughs> I love it. I love Dave it. Is, Dave is a lot nicer than I am. When, it, when mm-hmm. it comes to like, don't, did you say hmm? <laughs> I did. He's I did. so much nicer than me. Like, I, I'm so like annoyed by people. I just tell them, go fuck off. And I don't care. Like, at least Dave yeah. will try to have a conversation. I am done trying to have a conversation. Right. I don't want to. Yeah. You know? But Dave's a much better person in that regard.
1: <laughs> I don't know about all that, but. I, 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 it, what it boils down to is I don't like like it's a recovery thing like I don't like fucking making amends to people mm. so it's like I, I like my kindness meter is more it, it's not so much kindness as it is like oh man if I let this if I let this snap I'm gonna have to go back and apologize to this fool and I don't want to have to do that like so ah. it's, it's less it's less kindness sometimes I mean there is kindness there but it's less kindness sometimes and more like I don't. I don't. I don't want to give the person the satisfaction of me doing what I need to stay sober, which is like if I curse someone up and down, I usually have to apologize for it, mm-hmm. that's, ah. and that's just a personal thing. Right? See, I don't
2: apologize when I curse <laughs> people out. That's and that's you, the issue. And I, I mean, mean it, yourself. and I don't. I don't care how you feel about it.
1: You deserved what Why? I just said.
2: I said what oh, I said.
1: I mean <laughs> it, and it's yeah. just like it's a matter, It's a matter of you know. It's a piece of. It's a piece of mind thing. You know. Yeah, for sure. Um, But uh, so, uh, Shauna, what is the most insane moment you've had? Insane good, insane bad, uh, just something that you look back on your life and you think was insane.
2: Uh, I would just say this recent stuff, to be honest, is you you read about pandemics and wars and stuff as a child and so far away from you because your reality is so different. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit this part of my life will be written in a book somewhere Mm -hmm. and they'll talk about how certain people handled it and frontline workers and what we had to do and see, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And trying to get people to understand what's going on. So I, I think if anything, it's just kind of like being thrown into this situation where it's like, I didn't sign up to be, fucking around with COVID people. That wasn't, you know what I mean? But what are you going to do? It's part of your job and you, you build a rapport with your patients and you want them to do well so you're still trying to yeah. be a good person but also keep yourself safe but also you watch the news every day and there's like people dying and you see people dying and it's like, this is insane. It is. And it's, right. it's even more insane because you leave Work and then you have to talk to people who are like in places where it wasn't going wrong and they're not believing what you're talking about, yeah, which kind of makes you feel crazy because you're like, Do you need to see the bodies? Is that what this is? I, I think so. Sometimes they say, Yeah, I'm like, What? Well, well, have I, you seen God because you go to church every Sunday? <laughs> the correlation is very strong, right? Do you need to see Him too? Or I don't understand, you know what I mean. But yeah. so I feel like right now is probably the most insane that I can think of in my yeah, life
1: where it's like sure that's valid
2: yeah and plus the protests too happening at the same time it's a lot it's like it's a lot happening the entire bubble of all that happening at once feels very insane to me well there's even
0: more stuff like there's troop armament along the coast or along the borders of India and China China right. just issued a law in um, in Hong Kong that is like they haven't disclosed it, but they're just right. saying you have to follow it or these Gestapo like police will just like pick you up. Like, it's like every time I turn on the news, I'm like,
2: Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everywhere is like terrible all at once. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully in a few years time that'll reset, which is what I'm hoping, right?
0: I think humans have to, because we have such like short term memory, we have to like go through that. And it's so interesting because I know like you work in the healthcare field and like,
2: did you have any patients that
0: were getting sick? Was that? Oh my God. Did you...
2: When everything first started, it was like, we're going to put the COVID positive patients on this floor and this wing. And I'm like, I'm not on that floor. And then we are like, we ran out of space. So we're going to move them to this floor. And they're like, okay. And then you get like one patient that's positive, And you're like, fuck. Right. And then by the end of it, it was like, everybody that I was seeing was positive. It was just like the entire, we had a, it was like a eight story facility over 530 beds. And there are people dying in like a term floors Four, five through eight were just people that live there. And there are people that were up there dying. And I'm like, they're not here for rehab. They're not going anywhere. We haven't had visitors in months, but somehow they're getting it too. And they were dying. It was just, crazy so like the entire your entire like therapy caseload is just like positive 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 maybe one new person who's not so you have to like treat all your positives first with the same ppe on because you can't keep taking it off and then you see the one person who doesn't have it and have to switch it out you know what i mean so at the end of it it was like everybody had it you just were like okay wow that's so much Mm -hmm. that is goddamn and on top of on top of we don't have enough masks. We don't have enough gowns. Here, put on a trash bag and a hospital gown. And, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, it's one thing to be like, go into the situation and, and try to help. It's another thing to be like, oh, and also, you don't have the right tools. Good luck. Like, that yeah. was the other part that really messed me up about it. So, good cool. luck. That
0: yeah. is, I'm so sorry. That's fucked up.
2: Yeah. For me well, and the is, patients, I felt more upset about the yeah. people I had to help, honestly. Yeah. yeah
1: and and the the bigger insane thing is when you're right in front of it it's kind of like you were talking about earlier and then you see people who don't think it's real you feel fucking crazy i bet where you're like am i fucking am i insane because mm-hmm. it's like i see it and i see these people dying and i have to do all this shit but yet mm-hmm. you sitting at the comfort of your computer and fucking bumfuck nowhere don't think this is fucking real because you're not in a town that has you know yeah. a, cases on cases on cases just because of the densely populated area and, and furthermore the insanity is like yeah you work in the healthcare field but I also think it's an, an insane thing where people that just work at fucking Taco Bell are now having to like tell people to put on masks it's like
2: yeah. Your yeah. minimum
1: wage Taco Bell job you know it wasn't in your fucking contract to be like oh yeah you got a police fucking uh, crusty old white people that think it's a liberal hoax right yeah right, right. Yeah,
2: it affects everybody now. Even people talking about sending their kids back to school. I'm like, your teacher's going to be wearing a hazmat suit. Yeah. Are you prepared for how that's going to look? Like, that's so weird to me. Kids are like little Petri dishes. We were in,
0: um, I was in a 12-step meeting last night. And uh, afterwards, this is why I can tell you the story. Afterwards, one of the members of the group um, actually contracted COVID, nearly died, was in the ICU made it out, has permanent lung damage, right? Mm-hmm. And so she's sitting there. She, every time she tries to share, she's like, <gasps> I just, and, you know, like you can see her struggle and, and we're just so grateful to have her. And this woman who had never been before after the meeting was like, you know, guys, if this is so real, why was I at a taco stand and the firemen weren't wearing masks and the host of the meeting in a stroke of genius before we all started screaming at her, just ended it. <laughs> <laughs> she was just like, okay, nope. we're done. <laughs>
1: so it's so
2: insane.
0: It's so insane. Like there's a person there who can like literally, like you just heard a woman share about how she's never going to breathe the same again. And, and like, like no, nope. no, it's not real. Oh
2: Yeah. So I'm, At this point, I'm like, I've already decided I'm no longer arguing with you about it. If you want to go out there and act crazy and get COVID, I hope you don't end up in the hospital. But if you do, uh, it's going to cost you a lot of money because nobody has insurance anymore. So good mm-hmm. luck with that. And I mean, may, hopefully you don't die. But I, I'm at the point where I don't care. I can't. I can't care yeah. anymore. I have no more empathy. I'm so sorry. I can only do so much. And. I, what have fun is what I'm saying. I yeah. surrender. See, there it is again. There.
1: <laughs> so, Shana, with all this insanity, how do you make decisions? Like, how do you make decisions pre-COVID? You know, like what what's your thought process when you got to make a decision?
2: Um, I'm a huge like I analyze things too much to the to the point where I pro- probably talk myself out of it. Mm. Like I'm I'm a planner and like I uh, it's like. I want to go do this thing but like all the things that can happen that can go wrong I have a plan for all those things and then Mm -hmm. maybe maybe once I'm like what if it goes right maybe once (laughs) I'll have the but what if it works out I but more more of it is just like map out what you're gonna do if all the other things you do fail so um, it it, it does hinder me like I said It, it it stops me from perhaps maybe doing things that I would like to do because I'm so worried about it not going right Mm. And I am a control freak in that sense. Um, I do like to like have my hands and stuff. I don't like group projects anytime you're like in school and it's like, Oh, we're going to have to do a group. i be in a room like, fuck, I don't want to do the no goddamn groups. they they're going to make me be the spokesperson <laughs> and then I got to make sure all y'all are doing your research and somebody has to type it out. Oh, I got to type it out too. Cause you didn't want, okay. Well, I mean, I can't. And so sometimes I just want to grab the whole thing and just do it myself to make sure it's done properly. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So it's sometimes it's to my detriment to kind of let people do their own thing and contribute. But I'm also like, I don't want to get an F. <laughs> because you're bad at writing. <laughs> then I have to go and present. Also, I'm the face of the thing. And I also yeah. do all the other stuff to make sure it's right. So a lot of times my decision making is like, planning for the worst. I'm like a mom at this point, too. It's very mom-like. I'm like, we're going to go out, but make sure we have snacks. Like, my purse has snacks. (laughs) (laughs) Do
0: you mind me asking, how old are you?
2: I'm 38.
0: Oh, I'm also 38, and I bring snacks. I bring water. Mm -hmm. I bring hand sanitizer. Yes. You Mm -hmm. know, when we're able to perform again, I'm going to bring my own fucking mic. I'm not not messing with it. I'm going to be spraying people down. Like... (laughs) I, it got so bad, they used to, They used to, when I was, like, first starting comedy, I'd be in my car, and somebody, like, a comic would be driving with me, and he'd be like, I'm hungry. And I would just reach back and I had like a little cooler. I'd be like, Here you go. Here, here's some orange slices. Cause I had to go to work. I had to have my lunch, my snacks and then my dinner. Cause I'm not trying to like gain a hundred you know, pounds trying to learn comedy. And so, That's true. so I had like my whole thing and they'd be like, man, Anna, you're so prepared. I'm like, only the only, you same. have to
2: think about your whole day. You're like, what am I going to do for the whole day? I have to eat. And then it, if I want to go to the gym, I gotta bring clothes. You got, I gotta go to a show. I have to change and do this before. So everything yes. is very much. You have to plan out your entire thing instead yes. of like, oops, I forgot, and just do it anyway. Like that it's, was going. Oops, I forgot. That scares the crap out of me. I'm like, what I, do you mean?
0: I'm surprised most comics. I'm like, you can't eat cigarettes. You're gonna get scurvy. You have to <laughs> eat food. Like put food in your face. That I think most yeah. of them are bald from an iron deficiency. Like they just. <laughs> aren't eating it drives me crazy so i understand i understand that strong mom most energy. of my yeah <laughs> i'm always
2: trying to plan far 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 ahead in case something terrible happens right is how i make my decisions unfortunately when the bad things happen i'm ready is how i do it
0: well with that
2: in mind, like what's the most
0: interesting thing you've learned about yourself with, like the planning and experiencing living your life like what's been the most
2: interesting thing uh okay so last sunday my boyfriend and I went to the mountains and did some acid. Eh. I nice. mean, eh. eh. I've, I've done it before. I've done it before. And it's different in the desert mountains, though. That's where yeah. I did acid
0: for the first time in Arizona. I was like, ooh. No, this, <laughs> went,
2: this turned out to be actually really scary. So we were staying at oh, this yeah. lodge, and we thought it was haunted. And <laughs> there were, like, little, like, Indian statues in, like, parts of, like, the, the, the area. There was, like, little weird trails with, like, very old things. It was real Pet Cemetery. Uh, the Shining. I don't know. But yeah. We were both like having this like cycle of like, we wanted to leave the room, we couldn't leave. It was so weird. But once you got out of the room, you felt fine. I don't know. Why and else? so we had decided at like nine o'clock that we were leaving. Get the fuck out of here, we are leaving. And so we finally decided we're leaving. And then he goes to turn in the key and I'm like trying to book it to the car. And then I, we're, I'm fully on LSD. Oh,
0: Peaking. what, Peaking <laughs> so what is I, we used to say back in the day
2: <laughs> what i learned is that i'm able to drive <laughs> while being completely afraid of being murdered on lsd all right so i don't know what skill that's gonna turn into later in life but people were like you drove i was like bitch i thought we were going to die <laughs> we stayed. i there was, like, motorcycle gangs there, like, coming in and out. There was, like, no security, and our room was, like, right by the exit doors, and there was construction happening. It was all very creepy, and I was like, we might die in here, and we don't have no tools, and they didn't have any food there. So it was like, so I drove on LSD, and that's pretty much what I learned about myself is that <laughs> <That's> <laughs> even in the worst-case the worst case scenario, I'm like, I got hell yeah
1: hell yeah the the best is the best is when whenever shauna goes on a a hallucinogenic adventure she always checks in with me beforehand and this was no different and like i gave like she's like oh we're gonna go do this i'm like well you should take it at this time so then that when the stars come out you'll be up top and Mm -hmm. shit but i like i thought she was just gonna go camping camping not to a fucking murder motel on the side of a mountain
0: it was too you were too in the like Vegas version of nature
2: which is like somehow still industrial and insane (laughs) it was it was really weird too because I've never been up there before so people were saying they had been there before but it was only like one level and so they added two more floors to it which is why it was under construction and the televisions didn't have cable it was a fire stick oh yeah that's a thing they do now Amazon I'm not answering my Amazon what to watch TV this feels like a trap. Like, have you seen From Dust Till Dawn? Is this a Mayan <laughs> burial ground, or is this where you kill people? It was so we weird. Just, we just need her Amazon Prime information yeah, so in order can, like, to possess her. Yeah, are you, gonna, are you gonna buy some random shit on my account? I was just like, this is so bizarre. And then what was funny about that too with my planning? I was like, we need to find food before we get to the mountain because after eight o'clock, there's no food. And of course, we didn't do that. And then once I started feeling the drugs, my boyfriend was like. Oh shit, we should eat. I was like, I told you we should have ate. Like, now I can't do anything. I was planning for this moment when you weren't caring about it. And now we're gonna die up here for real. <laughs> and 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 while we were driving this car comes up behind us with the high beams in the in my because sure. you're probably driving 10 miles under the speed uh, oh, limit for watching safety it. I, was, <laughs> I was watching it control on purpose because we're going down a hill so i was like 55 on the dot just trying to make sure we don't off the map yeah. right. but he's like riding my ass and i was like is this like the the, the vampires are they coming to kill us like because it was like maybe 30 minutes of just darkness until you made it to the city so and he rolled my ass for maybe like four or five miles. And then he like swerved next to us for a second. And then got in front. I was like, oh my God, we're gonna get murdered. Like it was real, it was scary. So, but I survived it and I he- can drive on LSD. So Yay! take that vampires. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs>
1: There, there was a time I was coming back from a music festival in Chicago and I had to drive two hours down to central Illinois where I was living and I was on a whole bunch of fucking Molly and LSD oh and like I had to keep one of my eyes closed while I was driving so that the, the, the lines in the road wouldn't bend upward into the sky. So like if I, my, both of my eyes were open, it, it would it, the, the lines would bend up. But if I kept one closed, it, it was manageable. And I drove with like one eye open all the way, two hours straight down. And then like, it's like, and I had this in my head that if like, if I went like 78 miles an hour in the 70, that I would be fine. Any less or any more, I was going to lose control. So the whole time I'm just like keeping it on 78 in this like Volkswagen station wagon all the way home.
2: Looking like a full on pirate.
1: Oh, yeah, like yard. Yeah.
2: Maybe you should have wore glasses. <laughs>
1: Maybe.
0: <laughs> I'm the Bell's palsy pirate. Arr. I love it.
2: Well, scary, though. The lion's going up in the sky. That, I, mm-mm. that sounds fucking scary, dude. See, this. Yeah, I, is... I,
1: I did everything to the extremes.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> I See, love it. This, this is why I couldn't do drugs with Dave. When I hear Dave talk about his like past, I'm like, this person sounds fucking insane. <laughs> and I would have been like, Dave, you can't do that. Don't come over with that bullshit. I would have to like keep you like I'd be your mom. I'd have to like mom you to death. Yeah, so I'm so glad that you're not insane anymore because I, I, you know, I still would
0: handle it. I still find myself like even though I don't do drugs. First off, people ask me for advice just like Dave all the time. Somebody will be like, "I'm gonna do acid for the first time or like mushrooms," and I'm like, "I don't know. Just eat them till you throw up." That's <gasps> what I did. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> And I'm like, but like be in nature <laughs> um, oh uh, yeah Asan has a he has a joke about it and He's like I asked a woman how to how to do mushrooms for the first time and she said, you know it's kind of like sex you just gotta grit your teeth and do it for the first time And he said, he said, I don't know what that says about you doing drugs or your sexual experiences, but it sounds sad And I was yeah. like, yeah, that is that's how I did it. It's, it's <laughs> I just, let's just get this over with. Um, that was always my, <laughs> I imagine Dave on Molly is like, have you guys seen the new Pepitone special? Mm-mm. He starts by yes. yelling at the audience, I'm on Molly! And he just yells that <laughs> over and over again. I imagine you're the angry Molly guy. No. No?
1: <laughs> I, I, am not, I am not loud and obnoxious when I do copious amounts of drugs.
2: What are you doing? You just dance around and, and, and smile? Yep. Yep! Wow,
1: look uh, at that! I'm, I'm a, a freedom of sure. a white
2: male on drugs. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just peeing on cops and not getting arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: it. I love it. How do you experience? This is very interesting. With your last answer, like how do you experience fear and anxiety?
2: Uh it's very much like self-imposed. I would say. Okay. It's, I'm always thinking about of course the worst and uh what if you don't do well like people used to ask like what's your fear when it comes to like comedy my, my fear is to be successful because then i have to keep doing it mm-hmm. right it's easy to like fail and like nobody cares but like if you become something big it's like well you aren't as good as the last time and like me I, I have this weird like people pleaser kind of mm mm-hmm part of my personality. It's not a a huge part of it, I don't think, but I think it's like an underlying, like I I have empathy and compassion. I want people to be okay with me, but also like, I don't care. It's just, it's so weird. So I feel like there's always these things fighting in my head about don't piss anybody off, but also don't take any shit, but also make sure if, if you're doing comedy, don't curse too much or you know what I mean? Like, always trying to put the pressure on myself to, to be whatever people see, right? Because everybody thinks mm-hmm. I'm so great. And I'm like, I'm like, God, I have to go be great now. Fuck. You know what I mean? Because I don't see that yet still. Mm-hmm. So I'm very anxious about realizing my full
1: potential. And so that gives me anxiety all the time.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, that, and like, a people-pleasing can stay inward. You know, mm-hmm. that could be just internal... Me? I said a people pleasing can stay inward.
0: <laughs> people pleasing? No, you said inward.
1: No, ah! Inward, like in <laughs> internally. I know. Yeah, I know what I said. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not taking it
0: Cancel, Dave. Uh, Cancel.
2: That's my favorite yeah. joke. Any time a white person says inward, I'm always like, "What?" And it's, <laughs> it's the same response every time. It's oh, I know. So <laughs> I know.
1: I know your tricks. <laughs>
2: People pleasing can be inward. Yes. Go on, James. I'm
1: sorry. No, <laughs> oh, it's it, some people experience the people pleasing outwardly mm. and they try to people please and then make, make people feel real good outwardly. rather That's than, me. You know, <laughs> Like, are, like, are you okay? I want to make sure I walk you. I hold your hand through this. Like mm. when it's not necessary.
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't do that. <laughs> i'm very much just yeah. like i don't want to cause any waves and i think there's a lot of i'm I'm a, I'm a large not large i'm a tall black person tall black woman so i think the way i look physically at people makes them feel intimidated so i try to pull back a little bit so they're not mm-hmm. afraid of me but i also want to be assertive so there's always this weird like trying to make sure everybody is like i feel safe instead of like you're scaring me or but also be like you're going for what you want. You know what I mean? It's just weird for me at least. So I I always create this interesting dynamic of like trying to do what's right for myself and not care about what they think, but also still kind of care about what they think. And so it does kind of put me in knots about it. You and Stuart
0: are on a very similar path. Stuart Thompson, he's my boo and he like, he's very similar, same, very same pressure.
1: Well, just there, there remains so much tension. I think when that happens, it's just like you're constantly in a knot because Mm -hmm. you're you're pulling this way and then you're like, no, that's too much that way, and you're moving that way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's uh, for for me, it's a full time job not to be a complete psychopath. You know, like just to constantly be aware of the extremes that my brain will take me to.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I think over time, the extremes for me have gotten exhausting. So now it's exhausting to like act out and I'll be like, why am I kind of in it? And then I crash. It's sort of that like anxiety cycle for me. So I, I get that. Mm. What is one
2: thing that you would like to change about yourself? Um, I think, uh, probably more related to my potential and maybe being more confident in my abilities. Like I can pretend people always think that I'm like on stage, it's like, Oh wow, you were so in control. I'm like, I was freaking the fuck out the entire time. (laughs) You know what I mean? It would be really great to just kind of go up there and know what you're doing and feel good about it. Yeah. Always very much like, if they like me, or I messed up this one thing, and it's I, I, it's, so trying to be confident and like believing in it, believing yeah. in myself as a person and as a performer or an artist is like, uh, it's it's a struggle, but it is something I would like to work more on is my confidence because yeah. people always assume I'm confident already, and I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> I don't see that at all (laughs) this
1: is terrifying well I uh, I always see it and that's why that's why we're friends is because Mm. I I think you're a very talented individual and uh, I don't I don't fuck with people who aren't um but this also goes along with a question um that uh uh we usually ask is like how honest with yourself and other people are you
0: skipping it Dave I keep skipping that one thank you
1: (laughs) How I wasn't going to I wasn't going to bring attention to it but <laughs> now that it's on on the table.
2: Um how honest am I with myself and others? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um I think uh, I think it might be just kind of 50/50. I don't know. I think it depends on the situation and the person. Mm. Be- because being a healthcare person, if I'm at work and people are asking, when can I go home or do you think I'm going to be able to do this and that? I right. have to be completely 100 percent like this is where you are mm-hmm. all the way. One hundred. No, maybe. Or, I, I can always say maybe, but I'm like based on what we're seeing, you can be able to do this or you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. or maybe you're not going to be able to go home. You have to be mm-hmm. able to do both of those kinds of things and just be honest about it. So I think when I'm at work, I'm definitely more honest with like my patients. Um, when I'm out in the world and doing comedy or with friends or family, sometimes it just depends on, on who the person is, honestly. So I could probably be a little bit more honest, but I, I have a problem. My honesty is very much like it's so blunt and rude. I have no tact and I hurt people's feelings. <laughs> Me too. So, yeah. So <laughs> I think my honesty, it's, it's too like aggressive and mean, as opposed to like, there's a way you can say things truthfully and nicely so people don't cry. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. And so I just either lie to you about it, which I'm really bad at. I'm like, yeah, you're great. You know what I mean? I'm not (laughs) the best at lying (laughs) to people's faces because my face will let you know that I am lying. But um, I I, I could probably be a little bit more honest with myself too. I think my, my issue is that I believe the lie I tell myself, mm. which is, uh, something else, I guess I need to sit on someone's couch about. Um, <laughs> I'm like the most self-aware, but also like, I don't want to do the work. You know what I mean? Like people are right. like, you should go talk to a therapist. I'm like, I know what she's gonna say. <laughs> I just don't want to do it. All right. It's the worst yeah. place to be is like trying to figure out who you are and being honest with yourself and working on it I think I could probably be a little bit more honest and follow through with those kinds of self-talks
0: yeah what's the lie that you believe that that what's the thing that you believe that maybe you shouldn't um
2: overall probably that I'm not good enough or anything or anyone or you Mm -hmm. know yeah that's probably the big one Mm mm-hmm
1: totally yeah and that's i mean that's a i think that's an intrinsic trait in a lot of people that do what we do but also um i think i know what's best for me and that's one of mine you know Mm. and and unfortunately for me when the pain of things staying the same is greater than the pain of change that's when change happens for me so like until i'm in an extreme amount of pain with whatever I'm dealing with internally it'll just stay the same because i'm used to that pain mm-hmm. i'm comfortable with the it's like the it's the, it's the devil you know versus the devil you don't know mm-hmm. you know so it's like i know what this feels like and this constant yeah it's not great but like i don't know what breaking free from that or failing at breaking free from that's going to feel like
2: right yeah yeah i hear you on that one yeah what
0: is a moment in your life where not a moment, but how do you experience forgiveness
2: in your life? Uh, you mean like me being forgiven or me forgiving others? Both. Ooh. To be honest, I'm not. I don't apologize enough or ask people for forgiveness enough to even <laughs> answer that question. I, I, I'm. A, I'm. I will burn a bridge before I come back and like I'm sorry. I, oh well, that's where mm. I'm at. It's so petty and childish, but whatever. It's something else I got to work on, but. I have a hard time forgiving people too, um, depending on how badly I felt that I was wronged. Um, but I don't think I've been in too many situations where somebody was like, I'm really sorry about this thing. Mm. I would like to fix it. Sometimes people will just say sorry because they, I'm sorry you're mad about what I said, but I know it's like, you know what I mean? Depending on how the apology is delivered to me yeah. or if I care enough to salvage whatever was there. Um, but i just have a hard time i think in general on both sides of it i'm not very good at it mm-hmm. have you ever gotten a real weird apology uh, no i don't think so i think i feel like people have assumptions about what i say or what i'm what i'm doing like i always thought she was mean based on what she says on facebook it's like are you reading it mean because i've never talked to you and if people <laughs> and then people if i see him in person They'll be like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were this," and I'm like, "I don't even know. You know what I mean? Like some some of that's their own thing. That yeah, that's, kind of that's,
0: that's to me. It's their internalized implicit bias. That's right. their perception of you that isn't even conscious. Where they're like, they're they're projecting your tone. They're projecting right. your meaning behind it rather than just taking in the information
2: right. and not projecting that. That's and so sometimes I'll get like an apology from somebody that I'm like, we're not even. I don't even care." So <laughs> I didn't even know you thought that or you were mad about that, but okay. But that's probably the most awkward apology I've gotten from like random people that mostly in comedy. I don't know, Whatever. Yeah. Comedians are weird.
1: <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to go here just because we're, we're friends and I just had a thought for like a question. Is there a chance that you can forgive yourself for not thinking you're good enough?
2: Um, I think there might be a chance. I haven't like actively worked on that yet. I had planned on writing that down. I forgive myself somewhere, but I haven't gotten around to it yet because it sounds like I'll probably cry and I do enough of that. So Mm -hmm. um, there's definitely a chance. I think I'll work my way up to it at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think I'm beyond it. I don't, I, I think my thoughts on myself have improved quite a bit in recent years, but it's still like this lingering thing that kind of, eats at me every once in a while. But I think I can work my way up to it at some point. Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you just podcasted it, so it's probably going to happen. So. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, what do you do to keep yourself sane on a daily basis?
2: Oh, my God. Um, I, I feel like part of my insanity is just diving more into it because I think – uh, knowing more about stuff kind yes. of makes you feel more insane because nobody else knows it. So you're kind of constantly walking around and you're like, you guys have no idea what's going on. And then you kind of mm-hmm. want to dive in more so you can armor yourself with more information in case they have questions. So, I mean, other than that, like, I just like try to exercise and yeah. well, I, I don't really have like anything that's like, I don't know. I, I I drink sometimes, but not like that for fun. Yeah, you don't drink I did like... pick up smoking weed list this year, which Hey. Is, did pick that up. I, I'm still not that great at it, but I know if I'm coughing really hard that I'm probably gonna be really high. And so <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm correct. Like, I did this wrong. But then yeah. two minutes later I'm like, Oh, I did it right, but my chest hurts. So whatever. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I don't really have any, like, super, like, duper, like, I do yoga. Like, I try to go r- for a run, but it's mostly for, like, vanity and safety in case someone's, like, chasing you. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> You're always ready <laughs> like, to go. <laughs> yeah. And you got to just be able to, can you withstand, what's your endurance like? You know what I mean? It's one thing to, like, be, like, quick for a little bit. But can you keep running? If, <laughs> you got to make them tired. That's the thing. So exercise, <laughs> try to watch something fun on television. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you meditate at all?
2: Every once in a while, I'll try to meditate. If anything, my meditation is like, if I'm doing a task, I like focus on what I'm doing. Like, look at what your hands are doing or look at what you're, you know what I mean? Or has you right? What do you feel? Like I have to like make myself pay attention to it because just sitting and breathing is so distracting for me Hmm. because my brain is insane. So if I'm like going on a run, I'm like, listen to your breathing or listen to your feet hit the floor. Or or, like, you know what I mean? That's my meditation, I guess. It's very Mm -hmm. much like motion-based it's like if you're washing dishes see how you're washing the dishes and it's not like a long 20 minute thing i can't do it i can maybe do five and not even five it's probably like two and a half because the other time it's like you're supposed to be meditating and then (laughs) that's what my meditation is it's like you're not doing it and then i try to focus for a little bit more and then i go back to being distracted again so but yeah i guess so
0: I like that. I do a lot of like visualization meditation because I'll get lost. So I need somebody to be like, picture yourself. And then I'm like, okay, there we go. As long as my imagination is activated, I can stay in it. I've tried
2: like little apps before where it's like a guided meditation, but mm-hmm. most of it's just like the person's just telling you to breathe. Yeah. And then and you're like, okay, I'm, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> is that all I'm supposed supposed to do we're just breathing yeah, huh? i'm just waiting for more information <laughs> like and that's what my meditation is just waiting for the person to keep talking so i can listen to them and not my own thoughts
1: i do a lot of guided meditation but i'm very particular about the voice that's coming at me mm. like like for some reason like i need to hear like there's a certain tone and it doesn't matter male or female but like uh like Nothing against Australian people, but there's some Australian <laughs> yogi people that do meditation and it's fine. I just I can't like the just the tone, I can't get into it. So it, it Don't you me,
0: feel safe? <laughs> that
1: was uh, terrible. <laughs> that was impression. bad. It was bad.
2: I don't <laughs> care. See, I wasn't gonna say nothing. See, this is where <laughs> I feel free I'm, to I'm see say like, something. Yeah, girl, <laughs> That was a
1: good try. <laughs> <laughs> you you made an attempt. <laughs>
2: so you don't I, I like
1: saw, the I saw in your I saw in your heart that you wanted to be Australian. I tried. <laughs> I tried. I <laughs>
0: tried. Um, well, but
1: there's there's a few like there's this one lady that I listen to and like without fail it cracks me open like I weep and really? it's it's just I and I don't know what it's her specifically. And I've listened to a whole bunch of different people, and like I'm I'm pretty easy peasy when it comes to just like picking a time frame and a, a subject matter that I'm trying to breathe or meditate on. But there but there's a, a yoga lady on this app, and it's every time I randomly come across her shit, it's like I, I'm like meditating and like crying, and I'm like trying to stay still and like not wipe my face. It's a mm-hmm. it's a whole ordeal.
2: What's her name?
1: Sarah Blondin. Oh, of course,
2: uh, I, Sarah. Sarah always making people cry.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which
2: app Be, do you use? Do you use an app or you go online or yeah,
1: i use uh, I use Insight timer.
2: Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I had that too
1: yeah i uh, at the beginning of the year uh, which i'm glad i did uh, i paid for the 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 year subscription which was like i don't know like 30 bucks or some shit yeah. so that i could take the courses that mm. the different people have so you can like do a 10 day course with one person right. or whatever and that's that's how i, I found her randomly because i'd been doing a lot of meditation surrounding like grief and that's mm. what she she kind of has a lot of those so um you know it it's You know, I, I don't know what it is, but every time it's just like, um, I'm getting better, but like 90% of the time, it's just, it'll split me right. The fucking two. And it's just like, uh, is
2: it guided? Is she like walking through the process? Okay.
1: Yeah, it's guided. But honestly, she doesn't do much guiding in the way of like breathing and stuff. So like I've been doing meditation for a decent amount of time where I can, I can keep my eyes closed and focus on my breath while she's talking to me, but she does very little like, uh, she's just talking to you about kind of how to fucking not hate yourself, you know, and how to like, uh, I don't know, experience pain mm. and not stuff it. So she's more talking to you like how I feel like I need to be talked to. Yeah. And then the breathing and everything else is just like a, it's a side note. So it's not like she's like, all right, 10 seconds, we're going to do this. No, no. She's literally just like walking you through this path of emotional uh, uh, unearthing shit. And that that's not, you know, that's not something I ever want to do on my own anyway. So yeah. you know. Thanks, Damn. Sarah Blondin.
2: Hell yeah, Yay. Sarah.
1: <laughs>
0: I love it. Yeah. Do you have a concept of, like, a higher power God, anything
2: like that? Um, like, I know God. I just, yeah, I don't do God too much. Uh, I do maybe, like, if something cool happens, it's like, oh, the universe. Or something mm-hmm. really bad happens. Like, see? The universe is trying to let you know. You're fucking up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, but I don't think I, like, tap into it too much. Um, you kind of just—I don't know. It's weird when when you're talking about God and like or religion and stuff and how people are like, if anything good happens, it's God. If anything bad happens, it's the devil. It's like, when is it your fault? You know what I mean? Like, when are you responsible (laughs) for? How come you can't be your own, you know, person right. that's like tapped in and doing things the way you want to do them? And if right. it doesn't work, that's your fault. And if it does work, it's it's, it's your, it's you did great. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I don't know if I call it anything. I, I, maybe just the universe, but it's like, I don't know. That might be just the only thing that I kind of. Nice think about it
1: happens Well, I feel like anybody who eats hallucinogens across the board, uh, has some concept of, uh, of a, for lack of better terms, higher power, because, sure. you know, I, I remember majority of the time when I was hallucinating, it was to re reach out to something, uh, that was greater than myself, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and the universe is a, a, a uh, it's a tangible thing, it is larger than me. And you know, it's, it, it is definitely sufficient. Yeah. I think, I think what most people get into trouble with is when, you know, uh, there's nothing like it's a, it's like a real, uh, nihilistic, like there's, you know, I, I don't believe in anything because I think it's more fun to just believe that there could be just a higher energy out there and it doesn't have to be a robed entity. Like it could just be a a positive wavelength that you tap into and, you can just try to keep putting good into that right. rather than bad. So yeah. I don't know.
2: Usually when I do any like shrooms or anything like that, I'm always like, I want to sit still and see what happens with the stuff I'm sitting around. So like one time mm-hmm. I did mushrooms and we went camping for real and I, my friends had to go up some hill on a hike and I was like, you guys are not coming down for a while. And they did it. they were up there until it got dark. And I was like, see, and so I stayed down and like looked at the water and was just trying to like be at peace and chill. And when I was walking back to like the campsite, there were like six ducks that like formed a V formation and started running towards me. And I was like, <laughs> ah! And then they like saw me, was like, Oh shit, you know my mom and they like ran away. <laughs> it <was> weird, like... <laughs> I was so tapped into nature that ducks thought I was their mom. <laughs> I love it. I, were they like ducklings? Yeah, there was like a, like a bigger one in the front and then like small ones in the back. And they all kind of ran oh. towards me real fast and it freaked me out. And then they were like, oh, shit. And they kind of turned back around. And then later on at night, they came up to us. from We were at the lake just kind of sitting there. And they kind of like came up to me oh. and was like chilling. I was like, oh, shit, I'm still tapped in. I'm still in it. They think I'm cool. Because <laughs> like, yeah. animals, I don't fuck around with animals like that. Not really. Like, cause they, most of the time they scare me, but um, oh. if like horses, for some reason, like me for I don't know why they like me, but I had a horse lick my arm a few times, which is like, is that what they do? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, what do you mean you don't know? <laughs> That's weird. So That's more horses very ducks. sweet. So I'm like tapped into like, if I kind of sit there and like become part of like the, the earth, you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like the trees and shit kind of acknowledge that I'm cool. I'm like, I am cool, look at this, look at the ducks, my ducks, what's up, my ducks, you know what I mean? And, <laughs>
0: <laughs> see that's me I'd be like hi duck friends you're yeah. my friends now <laughs> yeah one
2: time I went to a zoo we went we had mushrooms around Christmas time we went to this Phoenix zoo and there was like some weird looking fox that was hiding in the back of the wall but when I got to like the window and was kind of staring at him he like came out and we were just staring at each other and I was like this is <laughs> like, yeah. was, I, I don't know something happens when i like do drugs and like everything's like you're in it yeah cool you know what i mean so if anything I like that's that. part of it. yeah I'm, I'm part of the, the the universe i am mother nature yeah i am the mother
1: yeah right
0: <laughs> <laughs> amazing last question yeah. what is one thing that you would tell somebody just like you in the world
2: just like me mm. Uh, when you figure it out, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I've been told by others. And I'm like, I think I know what you're saying, but I'm going to say it again for for myself. So, yeah, I'm not there yet, but I definitely am enjoying it. So, yeah, it gets better, girl. I love it. Uh, Yay! (laughs) I think that's
1: a lot.
0: We'll that's a lot it.
1: of a pe- lot of people go back like what when we ask this question and they want to like just let people know it's going to be okay. Like I feel like we all like when we reach this question that's the over over arc of uh, the sentiment it's like it's going to be okay. You yeah. you got to believe it's going to be okay. Especially with yeah, the temporary fuck now.
2: thing. Yeah, you're going to it's a temporary thing and mm-hmm. once you once you figure it out. Yeah, it'll be fun. So Yeah. yeah. Aww. Where can people find you in your comedy? Oh God. Um, I don't, I'm the worst that likes social media. I don't have Twitter because Good for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to delete my Facebook cause I hate it. Um, Sometimes I post on Instagram pictures of my butt and stuff, but maybe that's the only place you can probably find anything. (laughs) (laughs) I have a YouTube channel, but I don't post anything to it because I'm like, I don't want to be a social media social media comedian, you know. But now I guess I have to. (laughs) Oh my god! I have to create content, but I hate it. So yeah, just Instagram, Shauna Christmas, and then I guess you can find my Facebook page before I delete it. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. Hell yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Anna, where can people find you and your comedy stylings? Uh
0: you can find me at Anna phone on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me at Annabellanzuela.com. You can find this podcast at 12 Q Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Also 12Q Pod Gmail and 12Q Pod or 12 Questions on Facebook. Um Dave, where can people find you?
1: People can find me. Uh side note, we are we are on Anchor now. So Anchor shout out to Anchor. Anchor. The, we are on the Anchor platform. For them now, uh, but you can find me at Yates Comedy, Y-A-T-E-S Comedy on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can hit that Venmo up at Yates Comedy mm-hmm. if you want to slide some shekels uh, this way. And uh, I do make and sell hot sauce now. It's my only income because comedy is gone. So buy some hot sauce. Ha ha. Hot sauce It's really good. A website too. I have a
2: website too. Yeah. I forgot About that. There you like go. Um, it's shannachristmas S H A N N A Christmas. So yeah.
1: Yay! I love it. Yeah, and you can sign up for her newsletter. Are you still doing the newsletters?
2: I do. Whenever I have like, sh- like shows or like a tour or something, I send them out. I don't like bombard you with newsletters. But since we're like in the virtual thing, if I have like a show that I, you know, I have coming up, I'll send one out. So nice. yeah, you can sign up for that and get a newsletter every once in a while.
0: Hell yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I attempted to do a newsletter and my uh, boyfriend's dad told my boyfriend to tell me there was a grammatical error. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "That's that's rough."
2: <laughs> I, I'm not expecting you to reply to my newsletters. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Just read it. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: And he did that real cool move where he brought it up in the middle of a fight, and I was like, "I will kill you." <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, how we end this podcast every week is, um, Shauna. If nobody's told you this today, we love you. Aww. Love
1: Thanks. you, friendo. Love you and, too,
2: man. And good
0: to d- see you guys. Good to see you too. Thank you so much for good doing good this. It's a good episode, Dave nobody's told you this today i love you yuck and if you're <laughs> listening to this and nobody's told you this today we
1: love you
2: bye we love you bye. thanks for listening everybody
1: okay. hey.